0: and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. That's the perfect little Metallica to head into the weekend. Tell me who wouldn't love to, you know, just plug the guitar in and play this in your garage.
1: If you could just do yeah, I was going to say, right? just I casually
0: mean, pick up the guitar and can play you Metallica. How cool that yeah, would be! Yeah, just uh, first time, just pick it up and play the guitar like this. All right, you know what this means, Wolf? This isn't just for you to listen to Metallica. This means <laughs> Kyle Van Bosch is joining us on the Arizona Teddy Sports Bay. Line right now. What's going on, Kyle?
1: What's up, guys? Hey, uh, I can't play guitar, and it's two hundred and eighty degrees in my garage, so <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not picking up a guitar and playing in my garage. <laughs> yeah, but you wish you could. Uh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, Kyle. I mean, here we go. Preseason starting tonight. I know it's just the preseason. It's not the regular season, obviously, yet. But uh, there's there's a lot up in the air with this team as they kind of not completely start over, but really do start a, a new era. Um, what has jumped out to you? What are, what are you going to be watching for tonight?
1: Yeah, yeah to your point, yeah, look, preseason games, uh, since I've played and since I've been retired, Have become more and more meaningless, and teams seem to care less and less. Um, I think it's the complete opposite this year for the Arizona Cardinals. There's a lot at stake uh, for this team, for this organization, and for the players on this roster. I mean, you know, just from the outside looking in, it almost looks like this is an expansion team with, you know, 24 new coaches, uh, you know, a new GM, assistant GM, 47 new players. So there's a lot to still get sorted out. Um, and we, you know, I, you know, I'm sure the coaches have a good idea about who the dudes are, who, who the guys are going to show up tonight, who the guys that uh, will be factors in the regular season. But, um, it, you know, you got the feeling last year um, that a lot of the starting positions were grandfathered in and maybe there was four or five roster spots up for grabs. And, you know, this year's a different story. It could be, you know, there could be 20 different guys who are, um, you know, on the edge of getting cut or making the team. And a lot of it comes down to what they look like, because you can uh, gather a lot of information about a player, how he's wired, how he prepares, um, you know, just what he's made of at practice. But ultimately it comes down to how do you play? How do you show up when the bright lights come on? Um, So, you know, it's kind of a long answer to your question, Um, but to really break it down to what I'm going to be focused on is I really want to see, um, you know, I'm hearing a lot of good things. I've seen a lot of good things from this draft class. Um, and I think that's important that they get action this year uh, to build for the future. You know, I look at a team like the Seahawks going into the season last year had very low expectations, and they absolutely nailed the draft last year got contributions from a lot of their draft picks, set themselves up to be good this year. And it, it appears that they hit, hit well with their draft class this year as well. And in order for this Cardinals team – to rebuild and to continue to take steps forward. It's going to have to take place through successful drafts. So once again, Kyle, the top three things I'm looking for here, I've been talking about it all show. It's been physicality. It's been attacking the line of scrimmage, of course, and using play action. It's also players making plays of those three things. Is there one that stands out to you the most? Yeah, I think it's the physicality. You know, it was one of the first things, one of the first words to come out of Jonathan Gannon's mouth is just, it's a violent game and, and they will be a violent team. Um, and just, you know, every indication is, is, you know, this is going to be a run first type team. This is going to be a team that, to a large degree, runs the ball between the tackles and, and sets themselves up for opportunities and shots down the field in the play-action game. And so, you know, the, to me, you know, I'm going to be focused on the O-line and d lines so that The O-line especially, can they move guys off the ball? Can they get to the second level and pick up linebackers? And, you know, for the defensive line, to me, um, inside, um, whoever the three guys are, it's pretty wide open competition from my perspective right now. Um, And we're going to need some guys because it needs to at least not be a weakness of this defense. It needs to be a group that can hold up and do their job as a part of this defense
0: talking to Kyle Vandenbosch, Uh, Kyle, sticking with the defense, BJ Ojolari now, you know, off the pup list, entering his uh, his rookie year. I don't know. I I don't know how you feel. But to me, that's a guy that has a lot of upside that, you know, if he achieves it is going to be somebody that you're building part of this defense around. You know, if you're talking to BJ Ojolari, if you're giving him advice as he goes into his first preseason game, but he's missed most of camp, what, 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 what are you telling him?
1: Just cut it loose. Look, he was drafted for a reason for a specific skill set that he has shown throughout his college career. I mean, he was a difference maker. He was in the backfield constantly. You know, don't go out there and feel your way through a game. Nobody's looking for that. They don't want you to, to go out there and ease your way into it, try to get comfortable, make something happen. Just let it all go. I mean, quite frankly... It's you know I, I talked about the interior defensive line, but the you know the outside linebackers is another question. Who's going to be able to provide that that pressure? Is it going to come from B.J. Ogilari? Is it going to be MyJ. Sanders, Camp Thomas, um, Zaven Collins? I mean, somebody at least one, two, maybe three guys need to show in the preseason that they can beat guys, and and not just beat your own guys because you spend time practicing breaking down your own players throughout training camp. It's time to test your skills against. Another offense against another offensive tackle, and you know it, it's it's potentially you know an area that could be a weakness of this defense if none of these guys step up and could get that consistent edge pressure throughout the course of a ball game. And Kyle, would you play your starters, and if so, how much would you play if you were head coach? I would play starters. Um, I would play them a minimum of two series, um, maybe a quarter. Um, look, this is a new system for everybody, and. You know, I, I know there's always exceptions. There's always special players. Um, but, it, you know, I think that this coaching staff has created a good environment for competition. And they've at least alluded to the fact that nobody's job is safe and that everybody has an opportunity to earn either a starting job or significant playing time. And I think that should be opened up to everybody, uh, particularly, um, you know, you, when you are establishing a new culture, Um, You don't want to give the perception that you're treating everybody differently. You're giving certain players preferential treatment, even though everybody knows that happens in a locker room and and it happens for a good reason. But at the same time, like you, you know, again, um, you know, I think, you know, not to dwell on the past, but I think one of the failures of last season was the lack of development of the young players, particularly the rookie class. A lot of the rookies, didn't make much of a contribution until late in the season when the season was already over. Um, I would like to see them throw some of these young guys in, throw them in in the preseason um, is so that they have an opportunity to fight for playing time, to either take playing time away from starters or potentially beat out that starter at some point.
0: We're talking to Kyle Vandenbosch. You know, Kyle, uh, when we get into this season, when we get through the season, we're looking back on it, you know, because it is such a fresh start in a lot of ways what would you want the identity of of either this defense or this entire team to become over the course of this year? Yeah,
1: I think to me, the biggest thing is just discipline. Um, It's for me, you know, it's a bit of old school by me, but I I cannot stand to watch undisciplined football. Um, It it really is frustrating to me. And I know um, disciplined football, the type of football that potentially we could see from the Arizona Cardinals where, it's pound it, pound it, pound it. Then take a shot, or you know, it's it But that's it, it. It's like we took a shot as an organization at trying something new and innovative. But in the end, football is still football. It all reverts back to the old. It reverts to you know, hitting, tackling, fundamentals, uh, playing good sound offense, good sound defense. Everybody taking care of their responsibilities and 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 not shooting yourselves in the foot late in games or, or at any point in the game. You know, it's the. The needless penalties, the the dead ball penalties, um, you know, the, the wasted timeouts, those things that keep popping up or kept popping up are frustrating. If, if In this league, I mean, honestly, obviously talent typically wins out. But if you take care of your business, your discipline, don't do things to beat yourself. Yep. You give yourself an opportunity to win every single
0: football game. Yep. Kyle, Kyle, thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. You got it, guys. Have a good one.